The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Today, it's the other St. Augustine. I'll tell you more in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, May 27th, 2021. Thursday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. Today is the optional memorial of St. Augustine of Canterbury. Born in the early sixth century, he was one of about 40 monks sent out from Rome to evangelize the Anglo-Saxons in England. Now, Augustine was welcomed by the king but failed to convince the Britons to give up some Celtic customs at variance with the church. Al Augustine heeded the advice of Pope Gregory. Rather than destroy pagan temples and customs, let pagan rites and festivals be transformed into Christian feasts. Retain local customs as far as possible. St. Augustine of Canterbury is known as the Apostle of England. He died in 604. St. Augustine, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that those in charge of finance will work with governments to regulate the financial sphere and protect citizens from its dangers. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today we celebrate this beautiful feast of Jesus Christ, Eternal High Priest. It's a relatively new feast brought in by the Church to be celebrated every year on the Thursday after Pentecost. And what's the idea? Why does the church want us to live this feast? I think the church wants us to focus ever more on Jesus Christ as priest. What is a priest? A priest is a mediator between God and man. And you, Jesus, are the great mediator. You are the one true mediator because you are both God and man. We'll help to understand this a bit better by a New Testament epistle, a New Testament letter, the letter to the Hebrews. It's a letter that people normally pick up and close pretty quick because there's a lot there that's hard to understand. But when you do begin to understand it, it's really beautiful. And without trying to turn this meditation into a theology lesson, because Jesus, we want to talk to you, let's simply say that this letter very much shows the superiority of Jesus over the Old Testament priests and the superiority of Christ's sacrifice 
over the Old Testament sacrifices. To understand this, one needs to have some sense of the figure of the high priest in Jewish society. He was the great high priest who was able, because of his authority, his august position, to go once a year into the inner part of the Jerusalem temple, the Holy of Holies, to offer a sacrifice and pray for the people. Once a year, and he alone. Well, as the letter to the Hebrews shows, Jesus can do far more than that, because you, Lord, have gone into heaven. The high priest could go through the veil, separating the holies with the holy of holies. Well, Jesus, you've gone through the veil into heaven. And you don't just go once a year. You are now there permanently. You are there always to intercede for us. As we read in today's reading, that you are there at the right hand of God. Jesus, you are equal to the Father. You're in heaven interceding for us. And the high priest went with animal blood to offer that sacrifice to God. Well, Jesus, you bring your own blood, the acceptable sacrifice. So, Jesus, you are the perfect mediator between God and man. You are God and man. You are the perfect bridge between humanity and divinity. You are the bridge that heaven has sent down, has cast down to earth, or lowered down to earth, better set. You are there in heaven. The, the Jerusalem temple was a temple made by human hands. But Jesus, you are there in heaven, which is not made by human hands. So Jesus Christ, the great priest. Of course, we live his sacrifice still today in the Mass. That Mass is the sacrifice of Christ. That daily Mass we attend, I hope, or at least that Sunday Mass we attend, is the sacrifice of Christ made present today, where the risen Christ becomes present on the altar and we receive the risen Christ. Now this feast also reminds us that all of us have a priestly soul. Now that doesn't mean that we do priestly things or we talk about clerical or churchy things. That's not priestly soul. The Holy Father's reminded us often about the harm of clericalism. When clericalism is when lay people want to do priestly things or priests sort of try to have privileges because they're priests. No. True priestly soul is when we priests understand that we are here to serve your priesthood as lay people, to make you activate, live out your priesthood. And when you lay people understand that you are called to be priests of creation. That was the original mission of Adam and Eve, but they blew it. But you are to be priests of creation and offer all created things to God. To be, in that sense, a mediator, because through you, all created things are offered up to God, your daily work. Material things, these, the material things you use in your work, metal, fabric, paint, whatever, text, the keyboard, all these can somehow be turned into the glory of God, can be raised up to God. So earthly things are raised up to the glory of God. In today's reading, the Gospel, it's very much the institution, Jesus instituting the Eucharist. Lord Jesus, you take some very material bread and wine and you do this extraordinary miracle. You turn them into your body and blood. What a miracle. Well, we can't do that miracle. But we can do lesser miracles and we can do our own miracles by the power of Christ, through the action of the Holy Spirit. 
we can take material things and if not make them God himself, well, at least we can divinize them. We can make them God-like. We can turn ordinary things into something divine, filling them with divine love. Your ordinary work can become an act of divine love, full of God's love, because you fill it with God's love. You turn ordinary material things into the praise of the Lord. St. Hosemir would often talk about the story of King Midas from Greek mythology. Now Midas was a greedy old fellow who loved gold. And according to the ancient myth, he asked from one of the gods the power to turn into gold everything he touched. Because this started well and was great and he was getting richer and richer. But it soon had big problems like when he wanted to eat. Because when he wanted to eat that food became gold and he couldn't eat it of course and he had to ask from the god a special as you like dispensation permission to have that power limited so that the food and things like that didn't get turned to gold now we probably have all heard about the story of midas hugging his daughter and turning her to gold which is awfully tragic apparently that's not from the ancient tale that is a bit more of a modern version and comes from the 19th century American author Nathaniel Hawthorne. Anyway, it still makes the point. But everything we do can be turned into the glory of God, can be turned into gold, the gold of love of God. Much better than gold, because love of God is far greater than gold. As St. Hazemir told us, and in this way our desk, our workbench, becomes an altar, an altar of sacrifice, where we pray and raise up created things to God living out fully our priestly soul. Now one very important way to live our priestly soul is by going to Mass. And I would say particularly by Sunday Mass. It's a really major thing. At least in my country, in Britain, the bishops have issued a beautiful letter encouraging us to, to get back to Mass. Obviously, some countries have never stopped. Some countries, perhaps, you still can't get to Mass. I don't know, but there's all, every country has its own situation. But if there is a chance for you to get back to Mass when you haven't been going for a while, grab it. Grab it. It's a really important thing to get to Mass. That we are there living out our priestly soul. Let's be in no doubt, our participation at Mass helps save the world. Jesus is the unique Saviour. We know that, Lord. You, you alone save us. But we see on your way of the cross how you involved humans like Simon of Cyrene, Veronica, Mary Magdalene, St. John, above all, Our Lady, in your saving work. And we can be there too at Mass. Somehow we are with you, collaborating in your work of redemption. We're praying, we're bringing down your grace, because you listen to our prayers. The bishops said it's important to restore Sunday Mass to its rightful centrality in our lives. Is it central to our lives? Central to our week? But there we want to be but physically present too. Our Lord makes himself really present on the altar. Well, let's be ourselves really present at Mass, if we can. It's good to get to Mass every day, of course, if you can, but Pope St. John Paul II wrote this beautiful letter, Dears Domini, about Sunday. And he explained how Sunday celebrates various things. It celebrates the completion of God's work of creation, but also the freeing of Israel from slavery. And of course, our Lord's greater act of salvation on Calvary and in the Garden of the Resurrection. So Sunday is a day of liberation. 
It can be for us a new creation and a new exodus offered to us every week. We can be freed on Sunday. So let's live it well. Now it's been very touching to see how Catholics have lived out their faith in the Eucharist in so many ways. I was very touched to learn of, from a priest friend of a parishioner in his parish, spotted by CCCT camera, who when churches were closed, would go to the church every day at the same hour and put her head against a church wall for a certain time at precisely the nearest point to the tabernacle. Well, let's get back to the tabernacle if we can. Let's have a real yearning for the real presence of the Lord and the practice of prayer before the Blessed Sacrament. And then we are praying. We are really helping to bring down God's grace on the world, living out our priestly soul. So let's be in no doubt that it's in the Mass, bringing all our work to God, all our life, all our family life, all our activities, all our leisure, all we are and do, bringing that to the Lord. It's in the Mass that we most live out our priestly soul, uniting ourselves with Mary to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the great eternal High Priest. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday of the 8th week in Ordinary Time, May 27th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth. And all nations learn your saving help. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing 
Till the ends of the earth revere him. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face. For you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will, 
you make us like sheep for the slaughter and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Or stretched out our hands to another god? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The church formed at the cost of your precious blood as even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Let the light of your face shine on me, O Lord. Teach me your ways of holiness. A reading from the book of Job. Zophar the Naamathite spoke out and said, Should not the man of many words be answered? Or must the garrulous man necessarily be right? Shall your babblings keep men silent? And shall you deride and no one give rebuke? Shall you say, 
My teaching is pure, and I am clean in your sight. But oh, that God would speak and open his lips against you and tell you that the secrets of wisdom are twice as effective. So you might learn that God will make you answer for your guilt. Can you penetrate the designs of God? There you vie with the perfection of the Almighty. It is higher than the heavens. What can you do? It is deeper than the netherworld. What can you know? It is longer than the earth in measure and broader than the sea. If he sees and imprison or call to judgment, who then can say him nay? For he knows the worthlessness of men and sees iniquity. Will he then ignore it? Will empty man then gain understanding? And the wild jackass be made docile? If you set your heart aright and stretch out your hands toward him, if you remove all iniquity from your conduct and let not injustice dwell in your tent, surely then you may lift up your face in innocence. You may stand firm and unafraid. For then you shall forget your misery or recall it like waters that have ebbed away. Then your life shall be brighter than the noonday. Its gloom shall become as the morning, and you shall be secure. Because there is hope. You shall look round you and lie down in safety, and you shall take your rest with none to disturb. Many shall entreat your favor, but the wicked looking on shall be consumed with envy. Escape shall be cut off for them. They shall wait to expire. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We are afflicted in every way, but never overwhelmed. We are bewildered, but never lose hope. We We suffer suffer persecution, persecution, but but have not been abandoned. abandoned. At every moment we carry in our bodies the death of Jesus, so that in our bodies the life of Jesus may also be manifested. We We suffer persecution, but but have not been abandoned. A reading from the Moral Reflections on Job by St. Gregory the Great, Pope. How must we interpret this law of God? How, if not by love? the love that stamps the precepts of right living on the mind and bids us put them into practice. Listen to truth speaking of this law. This is my commandment, that you love one another. Listen to Paul. The whole law, he declares, is summed up in love. And again, help one another in your troubles, and you will fulfill the law of Christ. The law of Christ. Does anything other than love more fittingly describe it? Truly we are keeping this law, when out of love we go to the help of a brother in trouble. 
but we are told that this law is manifold. Why? Because love's lively concern for others is reflected in all the virtues. It begins with two commands, but it soon embraces many more. Paul gives a good summary of its various aspects. Love is patient, he says, and kind. It is never jealous or conceited. Its conduct is blameless. It is not ambitious, not selfish, not quick to take offense. It harbors no evil thoughts, does not gloat over others' sins, but is gladdened by an upright life. The man ruled by this love shows his patience by bearing wrongs with equanimity, his kindness by generously repaying good for evil. Jealousy is foreign to him. It is impossible to envy worldly success when he has no worldly desires. He is not conceited. The prizes he covets lie within. Outward blessings do not elate him. His conduct is blameless, for he cannot do wrong in devoting himself entirely to the love of God and his neighbor. He is not ambitious. The welfare of his own soul is what he cares about. Apart from that, he seeks nothing. He is not selfish. Unable to keep anything he has in the world, he is as indifferent to it as if it were another's. Indeed, in his eyes, nothing is his own. But what will be so always? He is not quick to take offense. Even under provocation, thought of revenge never crosses his mind. The reward he seeks hereafter will be greater in proportion to his endurance. He harbors no evil thoughts. Hatred is utterly rooted out of the heart, whose only love is goodness. Thoughts that defile a man can find no entry. He does not gloat over others' sins. No. An enemy's fall affords him no delight. For loving all men, he longs for their salvation. On the other hand, he is gladdened by an upright life. Since he loves others as himself, he takes as much pleasure in whatever good he sees in them as if the progress were his own. That is why this law of God is manifold. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for whoever loves his neighbor fulfills the law. Love is the fulfillment of the law. All God's commands are summed up in one. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love is the fulfillment of the law. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule, and that your church may rejoice, untroubled in her devotion, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's Gospel next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the 8th week in Ordinary Time, May 27th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible 
the Lord encounters a man by the name of Bartimaeus. It's from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. As he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Call him. Take heart. Rise. He is calling you. And throwing off his mantle, he sprang up and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Master, let me receive my sight. Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, when Bartimaeus cried out for Jesus, his friends all told him to pipe down. Interesting how this still happens today. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. St. Mark tells us in the Gospel of today's Mass that as Jesus was leaving Jericho on his way to Jerusalem, he passed near Bartimaeus, that is, the son of Timaeus, a blind beggar who was sitting by the roadside. Bartimaeus is a man who dwells in darkness, a man who lives in perpetual night. He cannot, like other sick people, get to Jesus in order to be cured. And he has heard the news that there is a prophet from Nazareth who restores sight to the blind. We also, comments St. Augustine, have our hearts blindfolded, and Jesus passes so that we may cry out to him. The blind man, when he heard the noise of the multitude, asked what the excitement was. Surely he was used to distinguishing sounds, the sound of people going to work in the fields, the noise of caravans making their way through on their way to far-off lands. But one day he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth who was passing by. Bartimaeus heard the sound of an approaching crowd at an hour that was perhaps unusual, and he asked because these were not the sounds he was used to. It was the sound of a different throng. What's happening? And they tell him, it is Jesus of Nazareth. When he heard this name, his heart filled with faith. Here was Jesus. It was the chance of a lifetime. And he began to shout as loud as he could, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. In his soul, faith had become prayer. It happened to you, didn't it? When you sensed that Jesus was passing your way, your heart beat faster and you too began to cry out, prompted by an intimate longing. Difficulties soon arise for the man who searches in darkness for Christ who is passing by. Many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. St. Augustine comments on this phrase of the Gospel, pointing out that when someone decides to cry out to God, or to follow him, he often finds that others are intent on stopping him. When I begin to do these things, my relations, my neighbors, and friends begin to complain. Those who love secrecy confront me. Are you crazy? Don't be so vociferous. Aren't the rest of us Christians? 
This is ridiculous. It is madness. And many such things do they shout so that we, the blind, do not cry out. Then your friends, the need to do the done thing, the easy life, your surroundings all conspire to tell you, keep quiet, don't cry out. Who are you to be calling Jesus? Don't bother him. Bartimaeus doesn't pay the slightest attention. Jesus is his great hope, and he doesn't know if their paths will ever cross again. And instead of keeping quiet, he cries out all the louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. Why do you pay attention to the reproaches of the crowd and not walk in the footsteps of Jesus who is passing by? They will insult you, they will attack you, they will push you back, but you keep on shouting until Jesus hears your cries. If a person is constant in what God commands, not giving any heed to the opinions of the crowd and not paying too much attention to those who follow Christ only in appearance, preferring the sight that Jesus can restore to the noise of those who try to shout him down, no power can hold that person back, and Jesus will stop and heal him. And indeed, when we persevere with fervor in our prayer, we detain Jesus who is passing by. The blind man's prayer is heard. He has achieved his desire in spite of external difficulties, in spite of the pressure of his surroundings, and despite his own blindness, which has prevented him from knowing exactly where Jesus is. For Jesus has remained silent, apparently indifferent to his petition. Don't you too feel the same urge to cry out, you who also are waiting at the side of the road, at the side of this highway of life that is so short, you who need more light, you who need more grace to make up your mind to seek holiness? Don't you feel an urgent need to cry out, Jesus, Son of David, have pity on me? What a beautiful aspiration for you to repeat again and again. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church now in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful, you are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought, and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, 
lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who are mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord the will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Let us, Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars and calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. 
O sing to the Lord, giving thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warrior's strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him and those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem. You know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken. Gather together those who have been scattered and enrich us all from the plentitude of your eternal wisdom. Let Let us us joyfully joyfully praise the Lord Lord our God. God. A reading from the letter to the Romans. The sufferings of the present are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed in us. Indeed, the whole created world eagerly awaits the revelation of the sons of God. Creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but by him who once subjected it. Yet not without hope, because the world itself will be freed from its slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. In the early hours of the morning, I think of you, O Lord. In the the early early hours hours of the the morning, morning, I I think think of you, you, O Lord. Always you are there to help me. I I think think of of you, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. In the early hours of the morning, I think of you, O Lord. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, Lord, and forgive us our sins. Let us pray to God, who gives salvation to his people. You are our life, O Lord. You are our life, O Lord. Blessed are you, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for by your mercy we have been reborn to a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You are our life, O Lord. You made man in your image and renewed him in Christ. Mold us into the likeness of your Son. You are our life, O Lord. Pour out your love through the Holy Spirit. Heal our hearts, wounded by hatred and jealousy. You are our life, O Lord. Today, grant work to laborers, bread to the hungry, joy to the sorrowful. Grace and redemption to all men. You are our life, O Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, let the knowledge of salvation enlighten our hearts, so that freed from fear and from the power of our enemies, we may serve you faithfully all the days of our life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's another new day. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.